And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. The American Broadcasting Company presents I Love Adventure. Adventure number seven. But Grandma, what big teeth you have. A new Carlton E. Morse production featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie. Four o'clock in the afternoon in the office of the A-1 Detective Agency, around the corner and up one flight, just off Hollywood Boulevard. It's hot, and Mary Kay Jones, the cutest secretary in Hollywood, is dressed for it. Her boss, Jack Packard, is sitting directly under an electric fan. His feet up on the desk, his shirt open at the collar, and a glass of iced coffee in his hand. Boss, it's so doggone hot, it's indecent. Get so a girl doesn't care anymore. Why don't you take off something? If I took off one thing more, you could hand me a cake of soap and a wash rag and send me to the shower. Try some iced coffee. And immediately perspiration starts out on me like a whirling spray. Oh, honest to goodness, boss. Why don't you shut up shop and let a girl go home and sit in a tub of water? Go ahead. I want to wait for Doc and Reggie. What do they got that we want? They're supposed to turn in a report on the Bronson Firebug case. The insurance company's been screaming for it since Monday. Oh, great. 150 in the shade and we got to work on a firebug case. Not you. What do you mean, not me? I'm your secretary, aren't I? I'm not sure sometimes. You're not sure about what? When you come down to the office in clothes like you got on today, I sometimes wonder. Oh? Maybe we ought to keep you for a pinup, girl. Don't like them, huh? Hmm. These clothes, don't like them? Sure, what there is of them. But what'll uh, clients think? What clients? Hey, did anybody ever tell you you're the freshest secretary in Hollywood? Besides, I don't wear my clothes for the clients. Oh? Nope. I wear them for the boss. Ever since you reopened the A-1 detective agency after finishing up with the 21 old men, i am practically been throwing myself at the boss. But the poor dope isn't having any. The office is no place for romance. Well, then, for the love of Mike, why don't you take me out on a dark road some night? Or to a nice balcony seat in a theater. Or come and sit on my front porch. No, you're much too important to the A-1 agency as a secretary. You think a little fraternizing on Saturday night would cut down my office efficiency on Monday morning? Hey, look, Mary Kay, I'm too hot to argue. I've got... Oh, somebody in the outer office. Yeah, boss, I'll get it. Relax, boss. It's just Reggie. He's got a kid with him. Kid? Boy? Surprising as it may seem, it's a boy. See you for a minute, Jack? Sure. Okay, fella, in with you. You see this tadpole, Jack? I bet he's not over ten years old. How old are you, son? He's not talking. 
Anyway, you know what I caught him doing? Caught him purse snatching. Hey, no kidding. Right down there on Hollywood Boulevard. Went up behind a woman, jerked the purse out from under her arm, and streaked it down a side alley. He'd have got away with it, too, if he hadn't run right into my arm. Is that right, boy? Is this a police station? Uh-uh. You did steal the woman's purse? Don't look like any police station to me. You give the woman's purse back to her, Reggie? Yeah, she wanted to call a uniformed cop, but I flashed my special on her. She let me have the kid. You've been purse snatching for quite a while. Look, if this is a police station, where's the cells where you lock people up? As a matter of fact, this isn't a police station. Oh. Uh, we're private detectives. Yeah? Yeah, I'm Jack Packard. The man who brought you in is Reggie York. Is she a private detective, too? No, she's our secretary. She's hot stuff. Hey! <laughs> out of the mouths of babes. Where'd you get that kind of talk? You ought to have your mouth washed out. Touchy, ain't she? What's your name? Fred Crawford. Hmm. Now I know you're not the police, I'm not scared anymore. Well, that's good. How old are you? I'm 11. Oh, look here. You sure about that? But crying out loud, don't you think a guy knows how old he is? Well, you don't look 11 to me. I right, skip it. Where do you live? 6170 Selma. Oh, that's just around the corner, boss. With your folks? Hmm? I say, do you live with your folks? Yeah, sure. My grandmother. Hmm. Is that all? Yeah, that's all. Just my grandmother. Mm. She know you're a purse snatcher? Uh, no. You go to school? I, I used to. You mean you don't go to school now, kid 11 years old? I don't sleep very good. A growing boy 11 years old doesn't sleep good? What's the matter? Is your conscience bothering you? No. Why don't you sleep good? Some nights I do. Some nights I have dreams. Uh, what do you dream? I don't know. Yes, you do. I don't want to think about them. Nightmares. Bad dreams, huh? Yeah. Well, it might do you good to tell somebody about them. You like to try? They, they don't make any sense. They're crazy. Well, go on. I'd like to hear them. Here, yeah. You want a cold drink? No. I'm not sweating because it's hot. I sweat like this when I think about the dreams. Sometimes I wake up in the night sweating like this. Here. Want a handkerchief? No, I got one. Hey, when was the last time you had a bath? Oh, so you're one of them dames that right away get personal. <laughs> oh, but your hands, they're filthy. Doesn't your grandmother ever make you clean up? No. Never mind about that. Let's get back to this dream business. You'd rather talk about that anyway, wouldn't you? I... I never told anybody. Sure, that's probably why they keep worrying you. You tell us about them, and it'll probably make you feel a lot better. Grandma can tell when I'm restless. She can even tell before I get into bed that I'm not going to sleep good. Oh, you can? Yeah. So then she gives me something to make me sleep. Uh-huh. Capsule? No, with a needle. Sure, no. Here, roll up your sleeve, bud. Here, let me do it for you. No, this arm. No, no. You're getting all this down, Mary Kay? Every word, boss. You think it might mean something? Hey, Jack. Look at this kid's arm. Needle puncture. Five, six, eight, eleven of them. What the heck? They don't hurt. Okay, you can roll your sleeve down. How about these dreams? Well, well, it takes me a long time to get out of our house. You mean in your dream you get up and dress and want to get out of the house? I don't want to, but I gotta. For some reason, I got to. But you don't know what the reason is, huh? Yeah, that's it. And it takes me a long time to get out. 
And I had to go through a lot of rooms. There are big rooms and long rooms. And I have to go through a lot of doors. Lots of doors. Hurry, bud. Hurry up. Don't let them catch you. Hurry. Hurry. In every room I went into, my voice sounded different. shoes on in the morning, they're all covered with mud. Well, you can see how crazy that is. Look outside. So hot you could fry steaks. And it's been that way for the last two months. How could you possibly get your shoes muddy in Southern California in June? It happened. I know it did. What happened? I killed somebody. Oh, look, fella. I better buck you didn't. You got your dreams all mixed up with... Where was this? Where did it happen? Outdoors. That's all I know. And you think you shot somebody? Sometimes. Sometimes I'm running and people are chasing me. Sometimes I dig a hole in the ground and bury things. You know what it is you bury? I don't know anything. I just wake up sweating and tired. Like I hadn't been in bed any of the time. What does your grandmother say to all this? I don't tell her. I'd be scared to tell her. Why? Yeah, Why? Grandmothers are wonderful people to tell things to. Not my grandmother. Okay, bud, we've talked about everything but the purse snatching. I know you don't want to talk about it, but we got them. Not part of the dream. Maybe not, but we'll talk about it just the same. How many times have you done this, snatched a woman's purse? Just this once. No, no, no. Look up at me. That's it. Is that true? Honest. I believe it is true. Why did you do it? Honest, Mr. Packard, something made me. It was just like I'd done it before and knew just how to do it. I didn't want to all the time I was doing it. Yeah. People don't do what they don't want to do. Never mind it. But I want you to come in the back room, back here with me. What's back there? Makeshift laboratory. Come on. You want me, boss? Oh, you and Reggie wait there. In with you, bud. Hmm. Hey, you picked yourself up quite a case. What does Jack care what the kid dreams? When I was a youngster, I used to have some dreams that would make Bud's dreams sound like mush and milk. Yeah? What did you dream about? Women. What kind of women? Mary Kay, it didn't make any difference what kind of women. Huh? Women. <laughs> oh, fine. And speaking of women, Mary Kay, there's anything cuter than the clothes you've got on this PM. It's the stuff that's... Inside him. Uh-oh. Mustn't touch. And still, Jack Packard and nobody, huh? That's the way it is. Isn't life a crime? Hey, no kidding, Reggie. Give a girl a lowdown. Gladly. On what subject? Well, why did you and Jack and Doc break with the 21 old men? <laughs> Ten Gramercy Park? Yeah, why did you? Well, no break at all, my dear. I'm not your dear. Oh. And there must have been some kind of break. Because that international stuff is right down Jack's alley. 
He wouldn't have given it up to come back and reopen the A1 detective agency office here in Hollywood if he could have gone on with the whole world as his playground. Matter of fact, we were getting too well known. Yeah? How do you mean? Twenty-one-year-old boys need pawns whose faces aren't known. Oh, that did, huh? Getting so the old boys couldn't send us anywhere without Jack being spotted as their man. So you had to wind up business and come home, huh? Oh, we'll do a job for them still once in a while. Doc's really the one who persuaded us to reopen the agency. <laughs> How he does love to play detective. Huh. That red-headed Texan. You know why, don't you? No, why? Well, it gets him around among the girls. Ah, yes, Girl. He's worse than you are, and that's something. Brother. Hmm. Uh, perfectly all right, bud. If you shot a gun and killed anybody, there'd be a little specks of burned powder embedded in the skin of your hand. And there wasn't any? No sign. A lot of dirt, no burned powder. So that's what you were doing in there, giving him the burned powder test. Yeah. Get on your horse, ready. What? You've got to go out in that hot glare again? We're going over and see Bud's grandmother. If my grandmother finds out I've brought anybody home... Who's not going to know? You're going to stay here with Mary Kay. I don't trust her. Hey, why do you say that? She's got that soap and water look in her eye. She's going to wash me. <laughs> why don't you let her? You might get to like it. Go on, Reggie. Coming. Take care of each other, you two. Look, I'll make a deal with you. Yeah? What kind of a deal? You don't wash me, I don't run out on you. <laughs> Hey, why the big beef about washing? Doesn't your grandmother ever wheel the wash rag? My grandmother don't ever make me do nothing. Oh, but she must care about you. But why does she give you injections to make you sleep? I didn't know. But it's not because she cares about me. Well, that's too bad. No, it ain't. It's okay. She don't care about nothing, and I don't care about nothing. And it's okay, see? is the house. What a fire trap. Look out if we don't break our necks getting up on the porch. Now, come on. Don't rap too hard. You'll knock the door off its hinges. Hmm. Maybe Grandma isn't home. Hmm. Maybe she's out playing bridge at the Beverly Wilshire, having tea with Mrs. Wilshire. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hmm. Hear something? Somebody's answering the door. I don't hear nothing. She's listening just inside the door. Why don't you tell me again? Well? Hey, are you Mrs. Crawford? The name be Mrs. Crawford. Why shouldn't it be? Uh, we represent an insurance company. Oh, do I look like a good risk, young man? Oh, no, we're not trying to sell insurance. No? No. Uh, my name's Jack Packard. Well, how do you do, Mr. Jack Packard? This is Reggie York. Hello, Grandma. <laughs> do tell. I've always been very partial to educated young men with broad shoulders and the way with the girls about them. My grandma, what a beautiful smile you've got. Oh, and from England, too. <laughs> An English lad if there ever was one. How about Mr. Packard and me coming in and talking a little? Uh, just a minute. Oh, I see. No? You said you was from the insurance. That's right. We're detectives for an insurance company. Oh, detectives. Yes. Uh, uh, what's an insurance company need of detectives? Why, um, I don't know whether I should tell you this or not. Yes? Well, you see, when a person insured by our company dies and leaves a large amount of money for us to pay to his relatives... Somebody done that? Died and left a lot of money? Happens every day. 
Well, you see, then Reggie and I are sent out to find the proper relatives to which our company will pay the face of the policy. Well, maybe you young men better come right on in. Open the screen door. Now, you have to excuse me with no carpets on the floor on account they've been sent to the cleaners for weeks now. What she really means is pawn shop. Okay, cut it out, Reggie. Come on right in, gentlemen. Come right in. They ain't much furniture, I grant you, but what they is, you're welcome to. I think this apple box will hold me up. Well, suppose I am poor. There ain't no call to make fun of a poor old lady who's doing the best she can, is there? Oh, look here. Honestly, Mrs. Crawford. I know how it is. I was young and thoughtless once myself. Young folks forgets how hard the world can be to old people. Tolerated, that's all. Just barely tolerated. And let her hang on a little while longer. Jack, why don't we get out of here and mind our own business? Oh, no. No, you don't want to go. Uh, what were you saying about somebody leaving a lot of money? Uh, Mrs. Crawford, that was just an old... Yeah, yes, Miss Crawford, just an old acquaintance of yours. At least so we're led to understand. Uh, you know, or should I say, you did know a gentleman by the name of Robert McCauley? Robert? Oh, oh you be meaning... Dear old Robbie McCauley, why, of course. And uh, would it be Robbie who's died and left me the money? Yeah, but Mrs. Crawford... Of course I knew Robbie McCauley. Knowed him all my life. Grew up with him. Nearly married me. Oh, great. He did so three different times. He almost married you three different times. He did. And if he left me money, it's no more than right that he should. Us being what we were to each other. Okay, Jack. Witness is yours. Before we can go any further towards getting Robert McCauley's money for you, I'm going to have to ask you a few questions. Well, if they're about Robbie... No, they're not. Uh, they're about your grandson. What's my grandson to do with it? Everything. His name's Bud, I think. Uh, Bud Crawford? That's right. Well, there's one stipulation in Miss McCauley's will, uh... Money goes to you only providing you've been a good grandmother to Bud. Well, who says I haven't been a good grandmother? Nobody, no. It's just in the will. You see, Mr. McCauley loved children. Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember. He always did, yes. Yeah, so we've got to make sure in our own mind that you love and care for Bud. Huh? Uh, could we see him? Why, why, I think the loving lad is at his studies in school at the moment. Oh, I see. Well, I don't suppose it's really necessary to see him personally. Maybe if you'll just show us around the house, show us his room and his toys. What for? We've got to have something which to form an opinion of your relations with your grandson. Did you ever know a grandmother that didn't love her grandchildren? Well... Did you? Well, no, not that I know of. Well, there you are. I love Bud and I give him all the, the mother care. I know how. And he'd tell you the same if he was home. So what more is there? Oh, by the way, Reggie, that other appointment... Uh, other appointment? Uh, oh. oh, yes, yes, that. Look, it's almost four o'clock. I wonder if you'll stay here and finish up with Mrs. Crawford while I run along. Well, well what about the money? Well, Reggie will finish talking with you about that. It's nice meeting a kind old gentlewoman like you, Mrs. Crawford. Uh, take good care of Mrs. Crawford while I'm out, Reggie. Uh, will do. Well, he certainly had to get up and go in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, that's Jack. Abrupt. You know what I think, Mrs. Crawford? What? I think Jack just got up and left because he wasn't getting anywhere with him. Getting anywhere? Sure. The minute you laid eyes on me and saw I was a bit of brawn and bone from England, you weren't interested in what he was saying at all. Uh, but what about Robbie McCauley's money? No. See, uh, you aren't interested in money when you've got a broad-shouldered lad. Who says I'm not interested in money? 
Why, Grandma, what greedy eyes you've got. You uh, wouldn't by any chance be one of the original 1890 gimme girls, would you? What is this, anyway? Grandma, could I ask you something? Don't call me Grandma. And you get on out of this house. <laughs> Going to get tough, huh? You want me to call the police? Sure. You want me to get them on the line for you? Well, what do you want to ask? Grandma, what's that stuff you've been shooting into Bud's arm at night? That syringe. Hey, Grandma, don't look so scared. Where's Bud? Where's my boy? Just take it easy now. Nothing's the matter with Bud. Now, Bud's a sickly boy. Bud's not well. And they... What's that? Hmm? What's what? Somebody in my bedroom. Maybe you've got burglars. Maybe you're just hearing things. Listen. He's standing just on the other side of that door. <laughs> what big ears you've got, Grandma. Look. The doorknob's turning. The door's opening. You! Well, if it isn't my old sidekick, Jack Packard himself. You look pretty upset, Miss Crawford. What are you doing in my bedroom? You're an old lady, Miss Crawford. You shouldn't get so upset. Get out of my house. You hear me? Get out of my house. Sit down, Grandma. You let go of me. Sit down. Jack wants to talk to you. That's it. You, you can't do this to an old lady. You can't, man. All handle... right, that'll be enough of that. You recognize this narcotic needle? Uh, Doggone syringe, big enough for a horse. You do recognize it, don't you? It's a needle you've been using to give your grandson injections. What was the hypnotic drug you used? You're wrong. You're wrong. Well, never mind, never mind. The police laboratory will tell me quick enough. Where'd you get the stuff? Oh, I'm a very old lady. Well, it's a good thing you are, because I feel like mussing somebody up good. Shooting a kid full of hypnotic drugs and then sending him out to do your dirty work for you. Dirty? What sort of dirty work? Purse snatching, for one thing. When he was shot full of that stuff, he responded to any suggestion his grandmother made to him. That's how the old lady's been living. Look, here's a couple of women's purses. Those are my purses. They're mine. There's no such thing. Look, this one's got the initials J.J.B. stamped on it. The other one's got a personal card inside. Mrs. H.S. Edwards. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? An old lady like you. Persecuting an old woman. Cut the crocodile tears, Grandma. But here's the most interesting item. I found it tucked in the back corner of a bureau drawer. Uh-oh. Gold watch. Yeah, and on the back of it is engraved the following. To Patrolman John S. Redmond from the Los Angeles Police Commission for his excellent work in the performance of his duties connected with the control of narcotic traffic. Patrolman Redmond? But he's been missing for almost three weeks. Yeah. The police department's been like a bunch of caged wildcats. What's the matter, Miss Crawford? Nothing to say? Under the circumstances, I doubt if I would either. But that was a dirty business trying to make an 11-year-old kid think he did it. You had him full of that hypnotic stuff. You had him with you. You heard the shot. You heard the officer's death cry. You told him over and over he'd killed. When he woke up, he believed it. Very well, Mr. Packard. If you are going to persecute me... There's not much I can do about it. Hello. What's come over the old dame? You say all this isn't true? If I've done all this, there's got to be a body someplace. That's right. Have you found a body? Grandma, you should have cleaned Bud's muddy shoes the next morning. Shoes? That's right. Where would a boy get muddy shoes walking around this neighborhood in June? I don't know. I didn't either until I went out and looked around. There's been some new street work not so long ago. What happened? Did a water main break? I don't know what you're suggesting. 
I'm suggesting that Patrolman Redmond was on to your little narcotic business. He told his office he was on to something, and I think he came out here, put the bee on you, and you took care of him. Took care of him? Yeah. Then planted the body out in the street excavation where they were repairing the water main. It was at night. Bud told us that much. And that's how Bud got his shoes muddy. So you think somebody shot somebody? That's right. Sit down, Grandpa. You take your hands off me! I told you. All right, just a minute, Reggie. Let her up. Manhandling an old lady. You think you're going to walk out on it? Who's walking out on anybody? You come with me. Where? Calling a body a murderess. I'll show you. Watch out, Jack. She doesn't give you the slip. Who's giving anybody the slip? Stand aside so I can open this door. Oh, will you look at this? The old shack's got a basement. And what if it has? I'll show you if I'm a murderess or not. Keep on her heels, Jack. She's tricky. Oh, well, you needn't walk on the hem of my skirt. What's supposed to be down here? There now. Well, just a dirt floor. Yeah. Dank and soggy as a marsh. And now you know why my grandson had mud on his shoes. Well, he must have an underground spring. No. Watch me a step. It's darker than the inside of a cow. Is that why you brought us down here to show us this soggy basement? Turn your flashlight over in the corner there. Give me a flash, Reggie. No. Now, there you are. Now say I'm... Where is he? He's gone. Who's gone? What are you talking about? I had him tied up down here. How did he get away? You had who tied up down here? That Snoopy policeman. You had Officer Redmond tied up down here in this basement for three weeks? He was hurt. I was nursing him back to his health. <laughs> tied up down here in this pneumonia hatchery? And you were nursing him back to health? You're nuts, Grandma. Reggie, call the homicide squad. Come to bring their picks and shovels. <laughs> I swear, Mary Kay, they have more cops swarming over that old lady's house than Locust Time in Kansas. Mrs. Crawford is under arrest for murder? Well, they haven't booked her yet. They're uh, looking for Officer Redmond's body. Oh. Digging up the street in front of the house and in the basement. It's buried there someplace. But why has Jack got Bud in his office? Well, I'm supposed to be catching you up on what's happened while he's trying to pry something else out of the boy. Mm. Now that his grandmother's in hot, what's to become of him? Bud? You're hmm? not whole, I guess. Gee, that's too bad. Honestly, he's nice people, Reggie. Once I got some of the dirt off his hands and face. He'd let you wash him? Sure, we got to be pally as... Hey! I got a grandmother, too. No kidding. A nice girl like me? Of course I have. <laughs> she and Grandfather live in the country. Are you talking about wishing Bud Crawford off on your grandparents? Well, why not? They got lots of room. They'd show Bud what real grandparents are like. Uh-oh. Jack wants us to come in. Yeah, looks that way. No kidding, though, Reggie. What's the matter with the idea? Well, don't ask me. Bud likes it, and your grandparents like it. All right, come on in, you two. You got anything new, Jack? Bud and I have been talking about where he's going to live. Yeah. I know she wasn't very much of a grandmother, but... Well, golly, when she's the only grandmother a fellow's got... Hey, Bud. I was just thinking. Yeah? Yeah. I got a swell grandmother. A country grandmother. How'd you like to have a share of her? You think she'd want me? I'll make you a bet. You, you mean real country with cows and, and butter and stuff? Honest to goodness cows and honest to goodness butter. Hey, 
That's something I always wondered about. When you get butter right out of a cow, how does the cow know to make a quarter-pound cube right on the nose? <laughs> Uh-oh, boss. I'll take it, man. Hello. Yeah, this package speaking. Oh, hello, Inspector. Hey, what's that? You don't say. Well, that's better than... Out of his head, huh? Yeah, but he's going to be... Good. Yeah. Yeah, murder always leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling. Check. Hey, what are you grinning about? Officer Redmond's alive. Well, oh, no kidding. What do you know? Yeah, the old lady did have him tied up. She fired at him, but only creased him. Tied him up and dragged him into the cellar. Well, you said something about out of his head? Yeah, he's in the county hospital. Picked up wandering, dazed on the street. Out of his head with fever. He's going to live? Yeah. Well, but how did he get away? Old lady got careless or something. But he's alive, bud. And you know, that's a wonderful thing for you. Yeah? You bet. Murder is a tough thing for a kid to carry around on his shoulders. Even to the third and fourth generation. Hey, you know something? I'm nuts about the way you talk, Mr. Packard. Yeah? Even to the third and fourth generation. Someday I'm going to talk like that. <laughs> you could do a lot worse, bud. Talk like him. Act like him. Hey, I think you're in love with him. <laughs> he thinks she's in love with him. <laughs> talk about your department of understatement. Well, what's the matter with that, you dope? I'm not the dope. Jack's the dope. D-O-P-E, dope. With double palm and oak leaf cluster. You have just heard I Love Adventure, a new Carlton E. Morse production. Featuring Michael Raffetto as Jack Packard and Tom Collins as Reggie York. Next week, adventure number eight, entitled The Man with the Three Green Eyes. Jeanette Nolan was the grandmother in tonight's show. Gene Bates was Mary Kay Jones. And Henry Blair was Bud Crawford. But Grandma, What Big Teeth You Have was written and produced by Carlton E. Morse. Organ music by Rex Gorey. Your announcer, Jim Butters. Now, a listening reminder. Stay tuned for The Johnny Fletcher Show. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-'em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.